0: boy, thanks for having lunch with me today. It's kind of fun, but boy, it's cold outside. I know, it is very cold out. The, this fall weather, it really hit us fast here in the Midwest, didn't it? I know, I'm going to have to start eating soup for lunch. It's so cold. I know, but you and I are stuck eating salads today. I know, and Jim, your salad looks really good. What kind of dressing are you using? Oh my God, it is amazing. So I would normally prefer the salad that you have. Yeah, lots that. of dressing. I, I'm, I used to be a dressing hound. I would, just like yourself, I'd put a lot of dressing on. Ranch is my Achilles heel. But today I actually have, this is an awesome olive oil, shameless plug, I bought it at my wife's store, the Calico Bean Market. Um, But it's Tuscan herb, it's so good, and I'm really enjoying the health benefits of using this type of salad dressing versus what I used to do. So what's better about that kind of dressing, Jim? Well, it tastes a lot better for me, but then there are a lot of health benefits, Okay, so let's take a pause here. Which of these salads really would be better for you? And are there good fats and bad fats? It's Jim Conley, your host of this episode of the Nuts About Nutrition. Have a really fun show. It's another solo show for you today. We're going to talk about something that is really important. I hear it all the time in all the discussions that we have here at McGraw-Hill with students, with faculty, and it's about critical thinking. It's the area, the piece of land that everybody wants. But how do you get there? And today I'm going to talk a little bit about some topics and I'm going to try to get you thinking about one idea that you might be able to incorporate into your course that could help you unlock this whole Pandora's box of critical thinking. So the basis for this show is going to be all about an article that we published here on the McGraw Hill Education website by Dr. Feist. It is titled the Cut Through the Buzz, Eight Ways to Teach Critical Thinking. Since I first read this article, I think I've reread it about four or five times now. I'm in love with it. I think, Dr. Gregory Feist, you have done a phenomenal job on this. But I'm going to really focus on one area of your article, and it's number one. You talk about challenging your assumptions and don't believe everything you think. And I could not agree more. I think this is an area where... If we're like uh, lay people or students, sometimes it's very easy to get trapped into just thinking what you believe to be true. And there's nothing that could stop you more in terms of inhibiting your growth and your progress in terms of education than that one possible area. So one of the things that Dr. Feist talks about in this whole topic of critical thinking is don't believe everything that you're thinking even though we do that, but you have to really stop yourself and then think creatively or get outside of the box. So, I'm going to give you guys an example, and I'm actually going to spend some time here talking about Wardlaw's Perspectives in Nutrition. I'm going to be reading some passages from Wardlaw's. Uh, it's authored by Carol Bird Breadbenner, Gail Moe, Jackie Burning, and the Danita Kelly. Awesome, awesome people. Thank you for writing this awesome textbook. But I'm here to talk to you about something that I've fallen into a trap with here, and that has to do with fat or lipids. And uh, when I read from the book here, when you look at lipids or fats and oils, give food a creamy, luscious mouthfeel. They also add a great deal of flavor to foods, which I agree with. Think of the buttery taste of croissants and the savory flavor of beef. This is actually something read verbatim from um, the Wardlaw's textbook here. But as you all know, fat has a really polarizing fate, if you will. So in this passage, in the chapter opener, you know we also they talk about um, they're a compact source of calories, gram for gram, fat supply more than twice as many calories as both carbohydrates and proteins. They talk about how fat insulates the body and pads or organs to protect them from injuries. And then we also use fat to make hormones. So obviously fats are a very useful thing, but if you're like me, especially when I think about my past here, I've had a differing view of what fats really are. And if you look at it, fat can have a really bad reputation or people can believe falsely that all fats are created equal and there's really nothing further from the truth. Um, if you look at exploring more of the facets of lipids and fats, you can really unlock the magic for what they really are and really understand what good fats are and what bad fats are. So as I was reading through Ward Laws here, I learned a few things that I wanted to share with you. So from a health perspective, I've fallen into the trap over the years where my cholesterol counts will kind of go up and down. Uh, they go up probably more than they go down. When I've been able to get them down, it's really something where I have to focus more on my exercise level and then also my diet. And one of the things that my doctor talked about was making sure that I cut the fats or the triglycerides from my diet. And the thing that was very interesting to me is I started gravitating toward eating fat-free foods. And there were some choices I was making that were... I will say this, they probably weren't the most helpful in terms of my overall health because I was seeing fat-free or low-fat in a processed food, and I incorrectly thought that, oh, that must be a good thing for me, and in some ways maybe it was, in some ways you know, it might not have been. But let me read to you a few things that you might be thinking about, and if you're actually an instructor in the course, you already know this, but uh, for students, this is a really key thing. But in word laws, they talk about the term fat, typically refers to lipids that are solid at room temperature, and that oil refers to lipids that are liquid at room temperature. Now, that was actually something that I didn't really fully understand before I started reading the book, and I think that um, there's a lot more that we can unpack there. So, chemists will often classify triglycerides as esters, or esters, sorry, And a triaglyceride is a chemical name for a triglyceride. The acyl refers to the fatty acid that has lost its hydroxyl group. The fatty acid loses its hydroxyl group when it's attached to glycerol. See, this is where I think in a lot of ways when you start getting into deeper angles of this content, it all starts to come together in terms of the shape, the form, and the function of these things But at the very root of it, we have to really figure out what is it that we're learning. In this case, it's all about fats, lipids, triglycerides. And then there's so many aspects of this as you start looking at the textbooks and how we present it. You look at the Connect. But at the very base level as a consumer, in my case, I was really lost on what a triglyceride was, what a fat was. What are the good ones? What are the bad ones? What are some of the things that I can do in my diet to try to positively impact, you know, what I was doing as a human being. And I think this is where this marriage of critical thinking and application is really, really important. And it's a nice fit with the nutrition course. um, And I think all of you would agree with that. So I'm going to end the show now, but I will link in the show notes to Dr. Feist's article. Um, If you're an instructor, it'll really help you kind of rethink or reshape or reframe, if you will, what you might be doing in your course. And if you have show ideas or if you'd like to appear on the show, reach reach out and let me know. My email address is james.connelly at education. And I want to thank you for listening to this brief solo show on lipids on the nuts about nutrition podcast if you do get a chance to rate us on itunes spotify stitcher or wherever you're consuming your podcasts that'll help us get the word out and if you have show ideas like i mentioned before just reach out and i want to thank you for listening to this episode of nuts about nutrition